You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. everyone and welcome to the special simulcast of the Neil Haley Show and your beautiful day here on the Gratitude Radio Network. And I'm excited to welcome the program my two co-hosts. First of all, Jen Wardhall. Jen, mother of gratitude. Jen Ma. Jen, how are you? And uh, excited to have you back. We had an off week with you, but we're glad to have you back. Thank you so much. Um, I missed you guys as well. And I'm so thankful that Pearl, of course, my life coach, is able to help everyone out and take my place when she's not here. She had an amazing seminar, and I can't wait to go with her next year. Hey, everybody. It's awesome to be back. Jen, we missed you, but Neil and I, I think we did pretty good, Neil. So I'm so excited for today's show. Um, I cannot wait for you guys to introduce her. So I'm going to hand it back, back over to you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, Neil, you do it every time, and this is one of the great things about the Gratitude Radio Network and what we can bring not only to our audience, but our future podcasters, amazing guests, incredible guests, incredible distribution. Um, I love this. This is one of my jams right here, especially anyone being able to do anything during COVID and making it happen is, is, you know, like a demigod, but in the jewelry industry especially. So I'm very thankful that we have to our, in our show today, we have Vivian Vile and her line of jewelry and her story, her journey of whatever it takes. She's there, she's doing it, she's making it happen. She's not taking no for an answer, which I think is really important. So thank you, Neil, and thank you, Vivian, and of course, Pearl, but thank you, Vivian, for being a part of our show today. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's, it's, it's a blessing to be with you guys here today, for sure. Absolutely. So going to throw it right to Jen, right off the bat, with the uh, first question for Vivian. Hey, Vivian, take us through your journey. Did, I had all kinds of stuff growing up as a kid. Um, I, I was inventing since I was born, practically. Did you, how did your childhood inspire you to where you are today? Well, uh, for me, like I was always, uh, I always had a little bit of an entrepreneurial mind since I was a very small child. Actually, I'm from Brazil originally. And in Brazil, um, I started working as an actress. I was a pretty big child actress in Brazil at eight. But even before that, like this is the funniest story. I used to go like to concerts with my my aunt and we, I would get like autographs. And I would make a little tent outside of my house and sell those autographs. So I was very entrepreneurial, like at six years old, you know, I wanted to make my money. I wanted to own my business and all of that. So, you know, by starting, um, you know, to work as an actress very, very early, I learned what it was to, you know, have my own money, to have my own things and all of that. So when I left Brazil, um, you know, I went to Canada to go to school and then from Canada to L.A., um, um, I, 
I met my ex-husband where I opened my, you know, I launched my first business, which was my ex-husband's a genius glass artist, uh, but he used to live in an RV and I ate out of cans when we first met. And at that point, I kind of like decided to leave everything behind and uh, take his career to the next level. Um, and that's when I was like, I, I, I started taking everything that I lived since as a child to really build something for ourselves, for our family. Uh, that's when I first started, when I opened Storms Publishing, which was my previous company. Um, and then, uh, you know, when, when you really get into the entrepreneurial uh, uh, world, you hit the bumps <laughs> on the road and you just, just have to overcome it. You just have to be positive and you have to keep going. And, and you learn a lot with that as well. But my, I, I feel like my, way back to the question, my, my uh, childhood was the pillars to be able to give me the strength to succeed today as a, as a, as an entrepreneur. Wow. That's, that's amazing. Um, You've gone all around the world and kept such a great attitude. And um, I know when I work and coach with some of the women that I work with, you know, having that positive attitude can be hard. I mean, I had a conversation with a young girl yesterday, like, how do you do it Pearl? And you know, I was honest, it's not easy every day, but it's like when that negative thought comes in, What's, what's your power word to, to change that negative thought? Do you have a power word that you use? So if those negative things start coming towards you, that changes you and keeps you on your motivation track? Yeah, I, like the way I see, the way I see uh, negative things and failure is very different than most people. Uh, because I had to start dealing with it very early on. And everything that I face in life, there's, there's always going to be two sides. And if it's negative, if it's a failure, there's always going to be the positive side of it. So for me, it's very important to go and reach to that positive side of it. What am I learning from it? How, how much stronger can I get out of it? Uh, what is it that I need to do to be able to overcome? And for me, uh, today, it's, 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 it's so clear because of what I went through in the last two years since, you know, following my divorce, launching my first jewelry line, having to let it go, you know, and, and not believing in myself because I just, I just thought that I wasn't able to make it without my ex-husband, even though I made him. <laughs> and, and then when everything happened with me uh, with COVID and being able to resuscitate my company off the ground, um, that's when I was like, okay, why was I able to do that? It was my mindset. Right. It was the mindset of, okay, I'm going to let it go and I'm going to just do what it takes and it's going to happen. And I'm believing myself now. And, and it did. And, uh, and, and then all of the things that the coaches and the, the motivational speakers that I, I keep hearing and then it was like, whatever, I'm, I'm in the bottom of the ocean right now. This is not going to get better. But you keep hearing people like you, Pearl, you know, saying amazing things and you're like, you know, you just don't want to believe it. But that's the thing. You let it go. And then you, you're, you're able to, to get to that point. You're like, oh, my God, they were right. <laughs> they were right. You just have to believe in yourself. You just have to keep working. You just have to not give up. Right. And for me, it's just reaching for that positive side on the ne negative things. There's always going to be a positive side. If you're going through a tunnel, there's always going to be an end. Yeah. There's going to be blue skies out of it. So that, that, that's that. it for me. Yeah. Especially when you have the success, there's a failure. The failure, there's a success. It goes hand in hand. And a lot of people don't understand that part of it. And in learning. Um, 
one of the, the great things that I just learned is when we have negative thoughts in our life, you have to direct them out like a director. I was told yesterday, mm-hmm. Jennifer, you're a director, you're in the industry. I'm like, how do I get all this positive energy in it? You direct it in and you direct the negative out and you just do it like you're, you're on set and, and having that. I didn't even think about it like that. I didn't know it was that easy. How did you change your mindset to realize that it's that easy? It is. And I, I truly, truly, truly think people come crazy when I say this, but I truly think that failure is a big part of success. It is. Yes. You can be ultra successful if you have not been, you know, really, really like on the bottom of things to understand what it takes to get there. And to also, um, um, value that success and enjoy it. I think that failure makes uh, the most successful people. Right. And to see, the thing is, Vivian, that they say, well, well, I don't want to take that chance to have that failure. So I'm going to make things really easy for myself and really not take any chances. Then you've really not lived, have you, Vivian? Uh, no. And, and the thing is like the, the, the most successful things I was able to reach in my life and I'm young, I'm only 33 years old. I, I know that I'm still going to fail as I know that I'm still going to go through a lot of hardships and I know that I'm going to succeed a lot as well. Uh, you know, but for me, um, I, I can't tell you enough how much I learned and how much I grew every time I, went through the most difficult times of my life and how much I was able to learn as a person, as a wife, as a mom, as an entrepreneur. Uh, so I truly f- feel like it's, it's a part of it. It's a big part of it. Um, and every time I had to reinvent myself, I became a new person. And when you become a new person, you become stronger. So I welcome it. It is what it is, and, and it's, just, it's just a way to grow. Mm-hmm. But it sounds like you use a lot of that to come through, like with COVID and relaunching your, your jewelry line. Tell us um, about that and how, like, what carried you to, to move to that path and what inspired you to just be like, I'm going to go for it? Yeah, so f- with, with my jewelry line, it was a little bit of like a, 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 a timeline of, it, of events. It wasn't just COVID. Um, so just to give you guys a little bit of background, uh, you know, I, I launched my, my first company with my ex-husband, which was Storm Publishing. I was 22 years old. You know, we lived in a tiny little house. We barely had $700 to pay rent. Jack was this genius artist, uh, but, you know, didn't have his work selling anywhere. And then I was pregnant with my, my son and working to be able to make him who he was supposed to be. And we did in a few years, you know, Jack became the biggest gold glass sculptor in the world. Our company, we moved down to LA, our company blew up. And then, you know, a few years down, the relationship just didn't work out. And then we went through a divorce. And when that happened, I decided that, you know, I just loved my job. I just loved doing it. But it's very hard when you have to work with your ex-husband. So we decided to break up the company. And uh, the divorce itself was very hard. And then breaking up the company was even harder. And, um, and then we came to an agreement that I was going to launch my very first jewelry line. I had no experience in jewelry whatsoever. I just knew that, you know, we had, we had a video that got 220 million views 
on, on, on Facebook. And a lot of people were desperate to get his work a lot more affordable. So it was like, I'm going to create a jewelry line that actually features his crystal sculptures, but in a jewelry set, um, which was a massive success, Pearl, like really big success. But a few months down the road, um, you know, he decided that he didn't want to make the, the, the glass for my stones anymore. So now here I am, I gave half of my multi-million dollar company to my ex-husband. Now he's refusing to make the, the products for me. I'm going through a divorce, you know, everything that nobody sees, nobody, everybody only sees our beautiful pictures on Instagram where, you know, I'm happy and, you know, <laughs> and it's not reality people. And, and I had to figure out what am I going to do now? At that point, I had to, to just think, what am I doing as a woman, as an entrepreneur and as a mom? And I had to, at that moment, I think that was the crucial moment in my entire life. How can I reinvent myself um, in business and in life so I can be happy because I was miserable. I was a miserable, miserable person. That was in 2018. And, you know, I had this company that's selling, you know, millions of dollars and now I have to let it go because I don't have the products anymore. So that's when I said, I'm going to launch a new jewelry line. And everybody's like, are you crazy? <laughs> everything, everything you've done since you came to the States was with Jack. You guys did it together and his work is incredible and you're not going to succeed. And I'm like, Jack used to live in an RV and eat out of cans before I found him. <laughs> you don't know Jack. <laughs> he's, he, don't get me wrong, he's a genius, genius, amazing artist. He's unbelievable what he does. But if I could make him, I can make him. I can make me. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And, then, and at that point, I was like, I'm going to now work on building myself up. I'm going to now work on building something that I believe in, right. that I know can be successful, and I'm going to make more money than I have ever made. It's not about the money. It's about fulfillment for me. It's about making something that empowers self and the others uh, around me. And that's when I started to launch, I wanted to launch Joie de Vivre, which is my current jewelry line. And, and then I had to go through, you know, all the steps of development and what the product's going to look like and what the materials and all of that. And up to that point, I was working with a jewelry line that was basically you know, uh, man-made crystal stone that was made in the States. And I really didn't know a lot about the jewelry industry. I just, I would get the stones, I would design the pieces, I would send to the manufacturer, they would make it. But I started getting into the in and outs of what the jewelry industry was. And I got disgusted when I started learning it. When I started learning about dirty gold, when I started learning about, you know, the diamonds and how they come to be and how like, you know, the Kimberly process is not really doing anything for ethical diamonds because you really don't know if they're ethical because they're just certifying batches of diamonds. You don't know where the, those diamonds come from. So after all that research, I decided that Joie de Vivre was going to be a 100% sustainable jewelry line. We're only going to work with recycled gold. We're only going to work with uh, a lab-grown diamonds because I was able to meet the suppliers where I can go back and see those diamonds being created from seeding and who is creating it and what are the working conditions and all of that. So that's when I decided to, to launch Joie de Viv. And it was very hard, but I said, you know what? I did it once, I'm going to do it again. 
And uh, we, I put a million dollars, <laughs> every dime I had, I put a million dollars into that company. We launched, we had a soft launch in October of, 2000, of last year, 2019, and um, it didn't sell. Oh, wow. It didn't, it didn't sell. I just can't yeah. imagine that. I mean, I'm pouring money into expanding my company, but I'm not pouring a million dollars yet. But uh, it's like, what you, you're sitting there, you're, the launch is ready to happen. And nothing happens. What was your response to that? I can't imagine. My response was, uh, I was terrified. I'm sure. <laughs> because when we launched VidStorm's fine jewelry, which was my previous jewelry line, we sold $170,000 in the first seven hours. I was expecting the same thing. <laughs> we, had, we had the same you know, clientele. We had this, the, the list. We had, and this time we did it right. We did much better than we did before. It just didn't sell. And then the first month went by, we sold nothing. The second month went by, we sold nothing. I got to a point in like December, which was Christmas. We didn't sell. Like, I think we sold, with this storms, we're selling, I think, $20,000 a day. With this line, Christmas, like in December alone, I think we sold like 12000 for the whole month. Hmm. And I had a company that in just the overhead alone was $150,000 mm -hmm. per month. Per month. Mm -hmm. So, you know, January comes along, February, and then, you know, I look at my, at my COO and we're like, we have, we have to shut down. We, we, I have to figure something else out because now I'm $500,000 upside down in that. Um, the company is not selling. We tried everything. We had the best team and it just was, we just couldn't understand what, it, what was happening. Vivian, what was happening? What was, what was the disconnect from where you were before to where you did this? It was my mindset. It was my mindset, 100%. I did not believe I could make it without Jack. Wow. That's hard. I, 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 I didn't believe it. And I will tell you how I figure out it was the mindset. You know, in February, we were like, I got to a point that I couldn't pay my mortgage. <laughs> I, I like, we got, I got to like from four months before I had a million dollars in the bank and like a, a few months after I had no money to pay my mortgage. I was like, I was at the bottom of the ocean about to like cut my wrists. Not really, but I mean, like I was no, at that point. I understand completely entirely because I got divorced three years ago and I'm just now, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I understand going from having a successful life, having, having that, being on your own is the scariest damn feeling. I don't care how long you've been together or you haven't been together. That and is- And you work together is even like- the scariest feeling in the world and to overcome that fear is everything. Yeah. And then, so what I did at that point, I was like, okay, I can't like, I love Joie de Vivre. Joie de Vivre is my second baby. You know, I put everything into it and it was, it was my, it was the company where I liberated myself and I told myself I can do this, you know, but I, I have to pay the bills. Right. So I literally shut down the website and uh, I started looking for jobs, CEO jobs, CMO jobs, because that was my experience. I said, you know, I, I can't get a job as a CMO of any e-commerce company, you know, and, and I can make, you know, $250,000, $300,000 right off the bat. So I'm just going to get a job, which 
for me, it was like, I'm never worked for anybody ever, <laughs> you know? Um, and I did, I started looking for jobs. I got several offers for CEO and CMO jobs. And then I actually decided to open a financial company. There was an opportunity to work, uh, to open a financial company. And then I did, I opened Adam Financial Group, which is my company, but it was an opportunity that I started making money right away. And within three months, my financial company was exploding. Like we were doing so well. So I look at my COO, which is my fiance. And I say, Adriano, let's just put everything that we have for Joy de Viv on sale. Let's sell everything out, put everything at 50% off and close it. Let's just let it go. Cause we're doing really well. We, we, we just need to pay the debt. And we did. That was April. Uh, COVID had just hit. That was in April. We launched some, you know, we didn't even do any ads at the time. We just sent some emails saying that we're closing the store and out of nowhere, we started getting things like $30,000 of sales a day. And we're like, what? What's happening? <laughs> What's going on? And like, we, in May, no, uh, I think April, we, we relaunched in April, May, I think we were selling like thirty to $40,000 a day. And then we're like, what is happening? What changed? And I just, I just, I really truly think that at that point, because I let go of everything, I went to the, I went to, to my very worst. I, I went to my very bottom and I just let go of all my needs related to the jewelry line. And I wasn't thinking, oh, I need this to work at this point because it doesn't matter. Now I have something else that's working. Right. It just came to me it just happened everything that i wanted started happening because now my focus and my needs are not on there anymore um and yeah so at that point we we sold every single piece that we had in our inventory in about two weeks and we had a lot of pieces in our inventory and then i was like okay i'm not closing the store this is ridiculous it's my baby i'm not closing this (laughs) (laughs) and then we started working on um uh, we opened up everything for pre-sales and now people can buy stuff and get it right away they have to wait two months to get and we're still selling like crazy because every uh, the majority of our pieces they're custom made they're you know handmade they're handcrafted um and yeah and since then we've been doing amazing now we have both companies we have adi financial group and we have joie de viv uh and that was when my eyes really opened to you can't go at anything with a need you have to go with positivity and you have to work your hardest and and when you do that you just allow yourself to get the positive back and get the results that you're looking for and the moment that i let go of that that mindset that I don't think I'm going to be successful because all this time I worked with my ex-husband and we worked together and that's how I was successful when I just didn't have that concern anymore because I really got to the bottom of things it happened would you say in in so many ways you were thinking you were going to fail at times and that was in your head yes and and so like when when you're running your company and you can explain this more for us 
with a company that has, you know, you talked about the overhead is a big amount of overhead. There's a lot of operations to this, right? And you really as a CEO, CEO needs to understand all of how that company runs. So you find when you're having doubts saying, well, my ex-husband was involved in that. Now it's all up to me. Am I going to really trust it? Do you think that has a lot to it? Because we can get success in a lot of ways has to be the operation side. It's got to be the marketing side. It's got to be the product side, everything in between. Everything needs to be cohesive to be successful. Like when you had your big sales, I'm sure you said, okay, I'm going to put more money again. In. Like if you would have just gone, oh, I'm just sending out emails as closing, you're not going to be the level you are. And then as a mm-hmm. entrepreneur, but more than just an entrepreneur, but a C executive, you C-suite person, you knew exactly where you needed to go next. Because that's what it sounds like to me. But then you said, yeah. it's not my husband, it's not my ex-husband, it's me. And there you go. And then yeah, my ex-husband was never, he was never a, a, an executive in our companies. I was always a CEO. I was always the operations person. I was always the marketing person. I was always a CEO and CMO. He was, for me, it wasn't very much like I don't have him for the operations because I've always done all the operations myself. For me, it was more like before you took Jack's products that were uh, very unique and one of a kind because really there's nobody else in the world doing what he does. Um, and you made that successful with your skills, your marketing skills, your, you know, your entrepreneurial skills, your, you know, operation skills. Now, when I left, the notion I had in my mindset was like everything you accomplished so far in your adult life was together with Jack. And then when I launched with Storms, he wasn't even, it wasn't his company. It was my company, 100% my company. I, I literally only bought the crystal from him and I would make the stones ourselves, everything. We made everything and we sold it. So I just, at that point, he was just my vendor, but I still had that notion that we're still working together. I still have that very unique one of a kind product. Now I don't have that anymore. And now everybody, the whole world, it was like, oh, are you sure? Are you sure you're going to leave Jack? you sure you're gonna do this oh you know what just regular jewelry everybody does that stuff what why would you do that there's too much competition you didn't have competition before because nobody has the products that you had and it's true nobody had the products that i had with the storms but there was a lot of limitations with it uh where now i didn't have limitations the sky is the limit but there is a lot more competition so i i feel like i just didn't believe that I could do anything at that point without him because, uh, you know, Les Brown says something uh, in his speeches, that something that he says, we're so conditioned to things. Sometimes you're driving in 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 the freeway and you get out in the exit that you really didn't want to get out, but you just did because you're used to getting out on that exit. Your body, your life, you're conditioned to it where I, I feel like I was at that point, I was so conditioned to believe that I could only be successful if I was attached to oh, wow. that man. And, and it, it took failure to really realizing that is just not true. I am powerful, I am successful, I make my own reality, and it's up to me. It's up to me to be able to make that happen. And, and there's no man, there's no woman, there's no circumstances that will determine my success, success but myself. 
And again, if I didn't get to, to that point, if I didn't fail, if I didn't get to the point that I was about to lose my house and that I was about to, you know, that I really didn't have money to buy food because my credit cards were all maxed out, I wouldn't know that. So I am grateful. And, and that's why now every little time I find a bump on the road, I say, okay, why is that bump happening? Why is it here now? There's a reason. How can I look at it and go around and tell myself, let's use that for our, you know, success for, for us to, to grow. Um, I think the last two years have been some of the best years in my life because I will never be the person that I want to be if I had not gone through that, those, those two years. Wow. I just think that that's, uh, sorry, Neil. No, that's so powerful. Go ahead. I mean, it's so powerful coming off a retreat. I just did with about 15 women who need to hear what you're saying. So be us being able to share this platform. I think it's just amazing because you're right. The, The really cool thing that I've loved about everything you've said is that you are always in that story. Like you recognize that, you know, Yes, you're, you and your ex-husband Jack did things together, but you recognize you are your story and you are learning from the failures and the successes you've had. And a lot of women, including myself, raise our kids before we realize, where was I in my story? You know, and I just think it's so powerful that you are empowering those that are listening to us right now um, and sharing your, sharing your story with us because I think it's, it's so important to realize that, yeah, we have to fail, but failure is not a bad thing. Like what you said, look at the great things that's come out of it. Not one, but two great companies have now come out of that failure, right? And so I want to say it's so cool and such an honor to be able to hear your story and to be able to share it. Thank you. Thank you. And, and, I, and I think that if, if I didn't have the resources that I had, you know, and sometimes it's just going on, on YouTube and finding a motivational speaker, you know, in a video. But if I didn't hear, you know, people like you guys talking about, you know, mindsets and gratitude, if, if there was no such thing as these resources, I wouldn't be able to go through some of the things that I went through and th- that I will go through, you know. So it's, it's, it's amazing the work that you guys are doing. And, and, and it's important for me to be able to tell my story and help people understand that there's always going to be a, a, a light at the end of the tunnel. You just yeah. have to going and if you just sit in the middle of the tunnel and say okay i'm tired i'm exhausted i'm not gonna do it i'm just gonna sit in here and wait you're not you're really not gonna find the light but you have to keep going and you will find it at the end of the tunnel it's always gonna be there well vivian i i got to interview les brown twice in, in the last uh three months and he's so powerful have you met les brown i'll have to introduce you to him i have his agent all that I, Oh yeah. yeah. So I have your number too. I'll text, I'll text you and his agent saying here's a successful entrepreneur. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like a girl fan. Like, like there's a video, well, all of his videos, but um, you know, there's one, one thing that he says that is, is, is just resonates with me so much. There's one of his videos that he says, you know, uh, a lot of people, they are in the speaking industry because they want to make money and that's okay. That's good for them. I'm in the speaking industry because I want to change lives. And, and, and you have to find what, you, what you're passionate about and you have to share that and you have to touch, touch lives with that. So when I wake up, the first thing I ask myself is what is it that I can do to touch and impact someone's life today? 
And that's what, that I use his words to empower my life in that way, because I am a, I'm a fan, like Les Brown, like I'm, I can literally, I can, I can, I can literally like, like, like these words, if you watch his videos, it's exactly what he says. Cause I watch it so many times when I'm going I'm surprised through. You've not met him yet. I'll have to, I'll have to make that happen. We'll All right. So, <laughs> and Jen knows I make these things happen. Don't I Jen? I make I these things happen all the, time. all the Please time. Do. I'm a massive fan. He's my favorite motivational speaker in the whole world, for sure. Well, I'd love to learn your COO and your CEO tech. I'm a small business that's trying to learn in a digital marketing tech company to try to really expand more than myself. And it's amazing the things that you've been able to do. And again, you're you're living it and you're telling people, I too was in the last dollar last situation and I was able to overcome. And I think that entrepreneurs need to understand this fact. And if you're married to an entrepreneur and you don't like that situation, it's not the right person you'd be with. Because again, entrepreneurs have a different mindset in life and they, and if they're around negative people, my mentor, GJ Reynolds told me this, who owns women of faith. And GJ said to me, he said, Neil, you got, you got to be on your, in your flow. And if there's any negativity, I, I try to stay the heck away from it because I'm not going to be a successful entrepreneur. And it's so true in so many ways. All right, Jen, I know you have a gratitude question to ask Vivian. Vivian, it's, it's gosh, what is the one moment of gratitude that you had that this miracle happened that you didn't think that you'd be able to make it? And then all of a sudden, you know, there's your, there's your answer in front of you. Um, I, I think that like right after my divorce, like that one moment I mentioned before, um, it was, uh, I believe around November, December of 2018, I, I had Viv Storms Fine Jewelry. Viv Storms Fine Jewelry was doing amazing. And then when my ex-husband told me that he was now not making <laughs> the stones for me anymore, and then I was on my own, even though I just gave him 50% of our company for the, the, the jewelry line. I am very, very, very grateful for that moment. Mm -hmm. Very grateful. At that moment, that was, I think, the hardest moment I've ever gone through in my entire life. And uh, I had no clue what I was going to do. I, I just saw everything going around and around and around it. And I, I thought... Uh, okay, I'm going to faint now. <laughs> what am I going to do? <laughs> like, you know, my whole life, my whole adulthood, we've done everything together and now I have to figure it out. But at that moment, that was the moment that I liberated myself. That was the moment that I gave myself permission to be happy and figure it out how to be successful on my own. And when, when I came up with the name Joie de Vivre, which is the name of the com my company, uh, it means Viv's Joy in French. Mm. And at that moment, and, and I was like, okay, what am I going to do? It's Viv Storms now. Storms is Jack's name, Jack Storms. What, what, I can't have Storms. What, what am I going to do? And I was like, no, I'm going to find something that's meaningful. And then I found Viv's Joy. And I was like, okay, but Viv's Joy sounds very boring. I have to find something like cool. So then I was like, okay, French. Joie de vivre, which is like a little bit of a play of joie de vivre. I can't, I can't, my fiance is French, like he's French Canadian, so he can say, it, I can't say it. And, uh, um, and that moment, I think that was the moment, Jen, I think that was the moment that liberated me, that helped me see things more clear and 
And I am very grateful for it because I wouldn't be the person I am today. I wouldn't have the things I have today. I wouldn't be able to help the people I help today. And I wouldn't be able to create a jewelry line that's all about empowering women every single day. And that's what we're able to create. And sometimes, you know, you have to create it out of a little bit of a failure and, and sadness and, and struggles and, and something beautiful comes out of it, you know? So I, I have, a, like I have a, a quick question. Do you put a story in the box with your jewelry that you send out? Well, our box is, um, I don't know. Did you guys see on the website our, our jewelry box? Yeah, so our box, it comes with, uh, it has like, a, it, has, it has several cards inside. So we had a little bit of the story of, of the jewelry. Uh, it has, it has uh, the welcome cards. I don't go too much into my personal story, you know, in the brand itself. It does say that, you know, I'm a serial entrepreneur uh, and then I had to reinvent myself and I, you know, but I don't go too much into the struggles of it because to me it's weird. Like I, I'm super comfortable with talking with you guys, you know, and, and doing podcasts and talking about it, but it's just, I don't want to get it too much into Joa the Viv's, you know, about and all of that. Because to me, I try making the jewelry uh, story, the more positive, the better, you know. Um, and then I can use my story to empower people through conversations like this. Uh, but yeah, like our box is incredible. It's like a one of a kind and it has the little, little welcome cards, the about, and, and it has a little pouch and it has the, the certificate. We try making the whole thing an experience that you can get any, anywhere else. Definitely. See That's that. awesome. All right, Jen. So close out Vivian. There we go. With the, oh my goodness, the Vivian. Thank you so much for being on our show. And thank you everybody for listening. I know that this story has touched so many women across the board in all countries all over the world where we have taken care of our man and we've been the last to take care of ourselves. We've built them up fearlessly. And the hardest thing is building ourselves up in our own dreams with our plans and the way that we see life unfolding. And Vivian, to have you on the show and as a, a testimonial and validation that you can do it to change your mindset, to have the courage to know that failure and success go together and that success is the validation. One of the things that I wrote down is one thing that you and I talk about, Pearl, and that's giving yourself permission. We give everybody else permission. Yes, you can go outside. No, you can't go outside, sit at the table, eat two more bites. It's it, as, as mothers, as women, we are always taking care of everyone else. The hardest thing is to give ourselves permission to be happy and take care of ourselves. Um, and to have that gratitude of validation of in your weakest moment was your most profound moment. Um, I'm like in tears going, oh my God, I know. That's amazing, completely amazing. Pearl, anything that you want to add to all of your teachings? This is well, an I amazing mean, part. Yeah, Viv, you've said so much about what I coach on, and I'm just so honored that other women are hearing this. Um, and I hope that, I'm. it's funny, I never heard that quote you said from Les Brown about speaking, and that's sort of what I do is when I go out speak, it's like, I'm not about, it's not about the money, it's about empowering people. And I hope you take that same voice that you have and and put that out in the world because I think there's a lot more people that need to hear that story and that empowerment. So thank you again for being on with us today. And um, we are very honored to be able to say you are a guest on our show. 
Neil Haley here. Lensec has been a sponsor of the Neil Haley Show and Total Media Network for around a year and a half. And I wanted to tell you a little bit about Lensec. Lensec has been a pioneer in IP security videos since 1998. The company is a trusted security partner with experience around the world. Lensec has experience working with customers in higher education, K-12 education, government, public safety, critical infrastructure, healthcare, commercial, and more. The physical security experts at Lensec help customers develop enterprise solutions for their complex physical security projects using our flagship software, Perspective VMS. Lensec's enterprise-level video management software, Perspective VMS, is a browser-based software that streams and captures IP security camera video. The latest version of PVMS uses HTML5 interactive features in a thin client application that is designed to provide real-time situational awareness. Access control and other advanced features are integrated into a unified security platform, creating an ability to track behavior and movement while monitoring the live or recorded video. For more information, please visit lensec.com. And now back to the show. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Mike Velarde Show. And I'm excited to welcome the program, Mike Velarde. Mike, how are you? Feeling better this week? Great. Yep, I am. My, my tooth is now um, all healed up. I'm, I got one more thing of penicillin, and it's over. Well, you're ready to you, – you felt like you needed penicillin last night for the oh, two town halls. Sure. Those town halls were crazy in so many ways. Instead of them debating each other, having dual town halls. Right, Mike? Yeah, it was crazy, um, especially because you watch the way that President Trump gets attacked by the moderator, and you, and you watch the way Joe Biden has his ass kicked by his moderator, and that's, and that's really where the injustice is, you know? I mean, they're making it so obvious that the mainstream media is pulling for Biden, even though Biden isn't cognizant enough to be president, has all sorts of conflicts as were exposed in his son's emails. All right, this guy's, I mean, he's 47 years in government. Could you list five things that Joe Biden has accomplished that you'd be proud of? I can't, can you? And some of it was crazy about, really, he was only prepared to talk about the pandemic, right. nothing else. Uh, once they got to other topics, it was just, it was just all over. Basically, it was all about the pandemic and the vaccine. But then once we got to other questions about how for helping African-Americans and uh, he was some of these other questions, I just felt that he just couldn't answer them. No, he can't. Jo Joe Biden, you're talking about a guy who graduated 76th out of 85 people in his law school class at Syracuse. That's what you're talking about. That's who Joe Biden is. Joe Biden has never been ex excessively brilliant. The man in 2008 couldn't count to four. He gave a speech. What we need is a three-letter word, jobs, J-O-B-S, a three-letter word, jobs. When you repeat it twice and you say that jobs is a three-letter word, you're in trouble. Right. So how did Joe move up the ladder in politics then to get to this opportunity? Simply, he, he came from the state of Delaware. He had that, he had that 
you know, in his early career, he came across as an average Joe. People could relate to him. It's a blue collar state where he came from. And once you're elected and you have the name recognition, you know, 90% of politicians get reelected, 90%. Why? They have the name recognition. It's gonna happen again here in Palm Beach County, you know, with, with, with the race I was in, in District 21. Why? She's been in office eight years. Everybody knows who she is. Right, they're not gonna want any change. They're, not they gonna make any they're reluctant to change. You have to give people a reason to change, a reason to vote for you. That's what my platform was all about, giving, giving Democrats a reason to vote Republican. And it's all about raising money too, so he must be good at raising it, money. It is about raising money, right? Because once once you're in the office and you have the power, it becomes real easy to to raise money because you are now the senator or you are now the congressman. And when you're in that position, you can help people. So with looking at the polls right now, do you think Trump's going to win still with how many days left? Trump will win a landslide, and I'll tell you why. Um, anytime you go to a Trump event, there's a tremendous amount of enthusiasm. Now, I saw a video of a Biden event, and there were like a, a, barely a few people there. There was absolutely no enthusiasm for Joe Biden. What Joe Biden is, is he is the anti-Trump vote. That's what he is. That means that people that don't like Trump are going to go out and vote for him because they're motivated. But there's a lot of Democrats that don't really like Joe Biden. I mean, yeah, I don't think he's going to carry all Bernie supporters. No, he's not. And he's, he's making the wrong mistakes when it comes to packing the court or not packing the court. Right, exactly. I mean, he keeps tripping over himself. I mean, you heard him say last night, well, if they asked him, what if he loses? He says, well, maybe I'm not a good candidate. He's right. He wasn't a good candidate. If he, he loses, it's because he wasn't a good candidate. It's not because of the people and all right. that. So. Right. He wasn't a good The guy can't remember what day it is. He has trouble distinguishing between his wife and his sister. I mean, he thinks it's Super Thursday on Super Tuesday. He doesn't know what state he's in. When he's in Vermont, he says he's in New Hampshire. He's not cognizant. I mean, just the other day, he said he was running for Senate again, and he said he had 180 years in the Senate. It's 180 years of experience. I mean, that dates back to, 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 to 1847. I mean, wasn't it, one, wasn't it like 100 million countries? 100 million countries. Exactly. I mean, his numbers, he just, I mean, it's ridiculous. And, and he loses all credibility when he, he, he goes after people, which I never think is a good idea. Um, that, one, that one woman, his own supporter, who he asked her if she's ever been to caucus, she said yes. And he called her a lying dog-faced pony soldier. Remember that? embarrasses your you don't embarrass your people your supporters on national television like he did to that woman so it's all depend if people hate trump enough if trump loses that's the only reason that happens i i firmly believe there's going to be a silent majority that comes out look it comes down to this do you like two dollar gas i do okay if people remember for five years from 2009 starting in two, when Obama got in office, three months later, gas from the time he got in office, it started going up. But before we knew it, it was at three fifty, four fifty a gallon. Who wants right. that again? So, but as I said, it's 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 a referendum against Trump, not Biden. Biden, really, I mean, ultimately, but then he's not the Democratic Party either. So he said basically in a stance today, he's yeah, I mean, he said that he will let us know if. If Barrett is confirmed, that uh, Comey Barrett's confirmed that he will say if he's going to the court pack or not. 
He wants to see that's going to happen, which is going to happen. She's going to be confirmed. Of course. Of course. They, they don't have the votes to stop it. They know that. And if he decides he's going to vote pack the court, what he's really telling America is he's not about fairness and honesty and justice. He's about giving the Democrats more power. That's all he's about is giving them more power. So what about Trump's town hall? I watched Biden's because I just wanted to see that because I've seen so many rallies. Were the questions really hard for Trump last night? Yeah, she kept attacking him. You know, are you a white supremacist? You know, I mean, she, they make assumptions, you know. Would you, would you uh, please uh, downplay white supremacy, please? We know that you're a white supremacist, but could you tell us that why, you know, we should believe you're not? Well, if you go on an MSNBC town hall, you're crazy. Yeah. That just like the New York Times thing. Just go do a rally. Yeah, exactly. It's so so I'm believing that Trump is going to win a landslide. I think he's going to pull two states that are going to surprise everybody. And that's New York and Minnesota. And the reason for those states is simple. The destruction that happened in New York City left it absolutely devastated. 350,000 people left the city, moved out. They either came to Florida, New Jersey, Vermont. They, they just ran, okay? So the population isn't what it used to be. When they cut the, the, the city budget for cops by a billion dollars, that means they no longer have overtime money, so they can't have something like the Macy's Day Parade, okay? De Blasio told the cops he is not behind them. The right. cops are being targeted now. So you have seen the murder rate skyrocket, all sorts of crimes going through the roof because you have a horrible mayor. And I think that New Yorkers are even gonna say, you know what, we can't have this. And I think Trump wins all upstate New York anyway, he's gonna win Long Island. And I think he's gonna lose slightly enough in New York City where he still wins the state. And when he pulls New York, those 29 electoral votes are the same as Florida, okay? It's just like winning Florida. That's going to offset Pennsylvania. It'll offset anything else that Joe, Joe Biden might or might not win. And Minnesota, it's the same thing. Minnesota got destroyed because of what happened with Derek the Chavis, the, the cop there that, that killed right. George yes. uh, Floyd, all right? They don't want that. They don't want that destruction. I think it's going to cause a lot of people to say, you know what, I'm I'm going to support Donald Trump. And so we'll see. Uh, I again, I mean, I just th- I, th- I I say we'll see. What about the big thing is what about the Senate races? What are you seeing in the Senate races right now? The, the Democrats have raised a tremendous amount of money. It will be a miracle if the Republicans can hold the Senate. Really. It will be because you got to remember there's third every every year there's 33 or 34 seats up okay every year every 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 election every two years yes because there's a hundred of them it's a six-year term this year out of the 33 seats that are up 23 are republican seats and only 10 are democratic seats the republicans best chance of flipping a seat is in alabama where they have a one-term democratic senator who hopefully will lose to the, the new the newbie Republican. Okay, and we can hopefully we flip that seat. But there's, I mean, Collins always has a tough race. Uh, they, they've put a hundred million dollars against Lindsey Graham. Wow. 
hundred million dollars. Okay, so they're, they're doing everything possible. They got Bloomberg's money and he has billions and they got Soros's money and he has billions. And as a result, the Democrats are much better funded than the Republicans. Interesting, so you see the Senate going blue, Trump went- It doesn't necessarily have to go blue. I mean, we could still lose three seats and end up 50-50. But I, I would say this, that with 23 seats up, there's a greater chance that we, we could lose the Senate than, than ever before. And the House were- Well, the House, hopefully, what the Republican strategy was in the House, was to go after the seats we lost two years ago. And that's exactly what they're doing. That's why I didn't get any money in my race. They took all the money they had and targeted those specific districts. Now, there was a lot of Republicans who ran, a lot more Republicans ran this year than ever before. I mean, two years ago, Lois Frankel had no Republican contender. This year, there were six Republicans that ran to, to, to go against her. Myself, of course, was one of them. So I think that the Republicans do have a chance to flip the House. Again, the problem is the money. I mean, you get you, you saw it in the primaries. To leave won her primary. Nobody thought that was going to happen. She won the primary. Um, Ocasio-Cortez, I mean, she raised so much money, she's gotten the name recognition. People don't look at if you're good, bad, or indifferent. They look at if you're famous or not famous. And that's how somebody like Laura Loomer can win a, could win a primary. Even though she won't win the generals, that's how she won the primary. Because she had name recognition. Exactly. So name recognition does go a long way. But unfortunately, um, people just aren't as smart as they should be. All right. Any, any other news you want to talk about before we ever talk about our guest? Oh, yes. Okay. Um, let's, um, no, let's talk about our guest. Okay. But let's talk about Linda. Let's talk about her her restaurant. I'm going to hold this up because I want you to see it. I want to zoom in on that. Okay. Her and her husband just, just she's a fantastic cook. They just came out with this menu. And I want to give you the phone number if anybody wants home cooked food. And it's uh, it's delivered total $15. That includes everything, drinks um, and main meal. I think the drink's a dollar extra. So $16 total, uh, five, six, one, two, eight, one, three, nine, oh, five. That's five, six, one, two, eight, one, three, nine, oh, five. Linda, is there anything you want me to add? It has, it has everything. There's no salad. Oh, you get a dessert too. Dessert, a salad, and, and the main meals, uh, you know, roast Tuesdays, roast pork, Wednesday, the shredded beef, all plates come with, White rice. Yeah, hold up the rice. whole thing because the flyer you couldn't see. You're blocking it. You got to see the. It's missing some of the camera. Mike, bring it down. Okay, here we Name go. of the restaurant: La Familia. La Familia. Yep, there it is. Okay. All right. That, and that's located where? In Florida. Where? Oh, delivery only. We'll we'll, we'll deliver to you. We'll do we do the, the deliver in what area? So for people listening, oh, West, West Palm Beach. Uh, Lake Worth, Boynton Beach, Delray, th those areas. Awesome. Okay. Well, that sounds really, it makes me hungry right now yeah. thinking about that. And, you know, uh, definitely we need to check that out. Anything else? And then your book, everyone needs oh. to know about the book again. 
Yeah, my book, The Time of His Coming, The Time of His Coming, the final chapter. My God, you know, people have to get this book because, because things are happening just like I wrote about it. It's absolutely amazing. You know, if, 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 you, if you read the book, you know, this book is based on the future when, when Christ's coming, but I'll just read you a short snippet because I, I, you know, in the book, you can't use real names because you can get in trouble for that. So here's what I wrote. And this is Tuesday, November 7th, 2028. Today was election day in the U.S. and what a day it was. With the religious right gone, the Democrats could take back the Senate with a 70 feet majority. The Republicans also lost the presidency as Hillary Harris, of course, we know who that is, uh, the female senator from California became the first female president of the U.S. What? Yeah, that's what I put in the book. You got to get the book. You got to read it. You got to understand what Oh, my. Okay. The time of his coming, MikeVillardiBooks.com. And um, no coincidence, I picked her. I'm sure. No coincidence, but oh my. All right, so not a good future, so everyone needs to get it and think of their salvation and well, not about that's the That's why you need to know the relationship with Jesus. That's the key. The and winning, winningtaxsolutions.com too, yes. right? Winning Tax Solutions. I just won a case today, wiped out 100% of the tax debt, uh, really on a roll, doing very well with that. So if you do have an IRS issue, um, we're here to help you. What are we going to do about this whole thing if Trump loses with the whole, uh, with the Social Security that's been taken out of payroll, of people's payroll? Well, okay, what's happening is that that is nothing more than a uh, delayed issue. Next year, they're going to pay double. So it was just done to, this year to give you more cash flow during the pandemic, but you will make up for it. Anybody that chose that option will pay double into it um, in the next starting next year. For the months that it did it. That the more that they did, that's correct, right? Unless Trump wins. No, it, even if Trump wins, it doesn't matter. I mean, that's that's how it was set up. It wasn't it wasn't set up where it, Social Security wasn't going to be funded. It was just a delayed thing where you don't have to pay now, you pay later. It's kind of like when you buy a car, you don't have to pay for the first. How two much? Years. So how much will that be for certain people in their taxes? Um. Well, it it depends. Whatever they saved, they will pay back. So whatever they save now, whatever that number is, they will pay back next year. Wow. In their checks. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. We're not surprised on checks for people, how the yep. employees take everything out of your check anyway. So for sure. Well, Mike, I appreciate it. Uh, thanks for stopping by. Great show today. And uh, we'll talk next week. Okay. All right. Great. Neil. Have a great All right. Day. That was the Mike Florida show, everybody. Celebrity slots. Free to play mobile social slot games in the likeness of your favorite celebrities. Making money. Spin to win celebrity experiences through sweepstakes. Free to download, free to play. Yeah, baby. What are you waiting for? Win meet and greets, celebrity merchandise, gift cards, and more. Download Celebrity Slots today!